0: Welcome everybody to the podcast today day 4, October 15, 2016. I was at work today, very importantly, and I was like, I'm going to check whether the toilet paper is either the over or the under orientation. Because this is very important, this is a workplace with hundreds of people, I think, close to a hundred anyway, that work there, and use that bathroom, well it's a men's bathroom, so assuming it's a tech company, so probably a disproportionate number of people are men, but nonetheless use that bathroom, so... Who, who are they out to please? Who are they out to satisfy with their toilet paper orientation? If you go back and listen to a few episodes ago, when I did an episode on the very hot topic of toilet paper orientation, it is a very hot topic. This is hotly disputed. There have been studies done about this. Apparently, it lines up with, like, different sociocultural impacts and, and personality traits and all that. Toilet paper, I know. It's very important. So I, I figured I'd check. And in fact, there are two toilet rolls in the toilet to, to, to hold two different, like, reels of toilet paper. And one had the over-orientation, which is kind of facing outward with the, the, the loose, perforated piece of paper facing towards you. And the other had the under-orientation. So was it simply a person who did, didn't care? Was it simply a case of, oh, it just happened to be both? Or are there two toilet roll holders in the toilets at work specifically, specifically to cater to both preferences? I don't know. Maybe this goes deeper than I know. Maybe it goes all the way to the top, which is higher in the north, rather than deeper. I don't even know. Is deeper the right word there? Is that the right the right metaphor? Is that a metaphor? Anyway, Paper Mario Color Splash. It's a game. It was released a week ago yesterday on the 7th of October. I did not get to play it until around the 10th of October, and I still haven't gotten to play it as much as I would like because I've been working and stuff, but I wanted to talk about the game purely because I think people hated it entirely because of the game that came before it, Paper Mario Sticker Star, which was released on the 3DS. I own it. As I look at it up there on my shelf, I've never played it. So I could say, you know, oh, they were unjustifiably painting with the too broad a brush and and striking down something else for something the game before it. But I, I literally couldn't tell you whether or not Paper Mario Sticker Star was a very good game. Didn't play it. I don't know. I did play the original Paper Mario, which is a very good game. Little tedious at times but most RPGs are, I'll get onto that in a second. And I did not play Paper Mario Thousand Year Door because I never had a GameCube, and I do have a Wii now on which you can play GameCube games, but you cannot get a copy of that game for less than like 60 euro. It's it's mind-blowing. That game is over a decade old, and you cannot get a second-hand copy for over 60 euro. On on, Kex, on CEX, which is a shop that deals in, in second-hand entertainment goods, I think it's like 83 euro which is an absurd amount of money. An amount of money I am not willing to pay for a video game. Or at least one that's 10 years old. And Nintendo haven't released any GameCube games on Virtual Console for reasons that confuse many, and for which I believe is their intent to remake them in HD remasters. Yeah, that's the cynic in me anyway. But yes, Paper Mario Color Splash is the the next game in the Paper Mario series where Mario finds a, a new island which has the color being sucked dry from it by shy guys. Those evil, nefarious shy guys sucking the color out of places. And they have straws. They just walk up to things with straws and go... And away things go. And away the colour goes. The colour of the wonderfully colourful Mario universe. Because Mario universe is very colourful. So take colour out of Mario and you, you do lose a lot of fun. It is an ominous foreboding threat. But yeah, people, people hated this game. Like, long before they ever even saw what it was or whether or not it was any good. People, people hated it. If you go and watch, like, reveal trailers, the, the thumbs up, the thumbs down ratio is, like, stupid. It's one of those things where it's it's reactionary internet culture, where it's like, I hate it, and I hate it forever. I, you don't hate it because of what it is. You hate it because of what it's not, and I hate that. I hate it with a deep, seething passion when you hate something for something that it's not. Don't hold it against this game that it's not the same as the game before. Just this game on its own merits. God damn it, people! People are dumb, and internet things are dumb. For example, the game explain video on YouTube with the reveal trailer has 1,531 thumbs up. It also has 231,000 views and 4,492 thumbs down. And this this trailer is one minute nine seconds long. Based on one minute nine seconds of a video game, which people likely put thousands of hours of work into, they hated it. And I'm just like, w- w- why? Why, why do people get so mad about these things? Just because it's it's not what's what people particularly want. And if it's not for you, it can't be for anybody. That's the way the internet works. But yeah, I've been playing this game the last few days. And I, I understand most of the reviews' criticism of it. Because the most reviews, actually, I think on Metacritic, it has something like 70-odd, 80 on open critic it has a strong rating i believe so it's been pretty strongly reviewed but i understand the criticisms of the battle system but i would put forward the theory that all rpgs have terrible battle systems there are very few rpgs out there where like battling is something you look forward to it's a road thing you get through to go through the next thing in the game that's actually cool and i'm a big rpg guy i play a lot of rpgs i will openly admit battling is boring just the reason i really like bravely default actually because it one made it optional if you didn't want to battle you you could just choose not to. And fair enough, that would come back to bite you, because you need a certain amount of battling to level up and advance in the game. But you know, if you wanted to get through an area without running into random encounters, you could turn them off! Because games are modern now. But you could also speed up battling, and it also the Brave system allowed you to basically mow down unsuspecting hordes of of weaker enemies, like they're nothing, and made that game much more streamlined. That, that was a 50-hour game, that game took me 50 hours. But... Imagine if they did not streamline that battle system. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, it's hit or miss in this game. But that's not why this game is great. This game, from my five to seven hours with it so far, is, is so much fun. I want to play more of it. I nearly didn't go to bed last night because I wanted to play more of it, but I did because I had work. God, I'm making common sense decisions. What's wrong with me? It is perhaps because I didn't sleep the night before resetting my sleeping pattern. So that's a non-common sense. Uncommon sense? Well, uncommon sense could still be sense, but just sense that not a lot of people have. Nonetheless, it's colourful, it's bright, it's, like, full of whim and wonder and whimsy, and and the music is amazing, and and specifically, above all else, the writing in this game is absolutely phenomenal. (laughs) This game makes me laugh, like, constantly. Constantly, I say. This game is hilarious. Toads are are meta-sarcastic, self-aware beings now, which is kind of terrifying when you think about it, but... Not all of them are, but most of them are, and it's kind of funny, and (laughs) it's just like, everything is a joke, and I like that, because the game is just like, "Let's, let's have some fun. There's not enough comedy in video games, or well, there's not enough comedy video games, full stop. Like The South Park games generally lean toward being funny, and not much else that springs to mind, that you're like, this is flat out just funny. Someone just went out to make an interactive comedy experience, and this is kind of what this game is. There's plots and there's serious elements and there's gameplay mechanics, but it's just like, it's an interactive comedy experience. This game will make you laugh. Game is fun. Lots and lots of fun. I want to play more, of but I'm going to play more of it right now. Nonetheless, if you have a Wii U, which I know is not that many people, 14 million people in the world, I think 13 million, give or take. Pick up this game. It's one of the last Wii U games. I might do a full review of it when I'm done with it. I might. Probably. I, I actually probably will. Just because I like it enough to talk about it in further depth with actual, like, spoiler discussions. Because there's some brilliant scenarios, brilliant writing, brilliant jokes, and fun gameplay. What more do you want than a video game? And the Wii U only has Zelda left, so you might as well if you have the console. You can listen to new episodes of podcasts today, every single day, at soundcloud.com forward slash TLSKK. You can subscribe on iTunes by searching for the TLS network, or subscribe on YouTube and follow me on Twitter at or ETTKIDNY. Thanks for listening, and bye bye.